do you hear me okay? Can you jump on with me to let us? Yes, yes, I can hear you great. We're good. We're we're good and go. We're finally going. Okay, that's fine. Had a little meltdown here with. No, no, no. It's fine. Let's blame that on. I I think John Morris hung around. He probably was in there talking, and John just. um, You guys were so emotional talking about Norman Lear's career and his birthday and. And then you were deciding if he was still alive or not. I was hearing some of that. But um, that's fine. Aaron, we're going to get this thing rolling, and we're going to get going, and it'll be just fine. Aaron is back with us after many years away from radio, and he's back. Stephen Simcox, my longtime close friend, like a son to me. He left me for the riches of the mortgage business. Aaron, I need you to at least don't don't. You know, just kind of hang with me even through these little hiccups. And don't run off to the mortgage business or something like that. Don't let me chase you back into bartending. <laughs> and and for, such a, for such a Baylor guy that you are, man, I can't believe you were hanging out at all those bars and doing all that. Are you able to reveal the, uh, where, where's the, where's the bar you spent the most time? I worked at uh, a pool hall called well it's it's uh called clicks i was there about eight years mm-hmm. i i enjoyed it uh even though i don't drink personally um anymore but uh i enjoyed the job it was it was a lot clicks. of fun clicks you know those things used to be around all over the metroplex and, and there are still uh i think two in 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 the dallas fort worth area i think they're both in arlington okay okay that's that makes sense clicks now, at some point, things changed. I wanted, they, we might have had a clicks in Waco when I was going to school, and then crickets came in, and crickets became sort of a go-to for Baylor students. But I would say clicks was a place if you were a local and you were like actually wanted to play some pool and you were a little bit more of a – I don't know. I, I, I would say clicks was a little bit more of a hardcore – uh, type uh, type atmosphere, but good for you, good for you all those years. Well, I'm glad to have you in radio, and uh, Aaron has joined me, and we've got a we've got a lot on the table today. Let's bring you up to date on a few things. Um, as I reported late last night, uh, I believe I said that a letter could go out as soon as this morning from Texas and OU asking for their uh, uh, basically asking to be part of the SEC asking for membership that did in fact happen this morning and uh, they made it official and there were press releases that went out there was a there was a Bob Bowlesby response to that I I I think more than ever and I don't know exactly how you do it but you have to do it on the fly again Aaron I think that was a pretty weak performance the the response was we're still going to be for the foreseeable future a vibrant conference the Big 12, I may read that uh, Bob Bowlesby statement to you at some point. But the basically, there's nothing that can be done at this point. Um, I do think there's been a lot of Baylor people said, Texas Tech people, TCU people. I think the governor's office has been inundated. I think everybody's fighting this thing, you know, trying to see if there's anything to be, to be done. But they're moving on down the road. And I, even A&M is going to, as I, as I said yesterday, I think a and is going to go ahead and vote yes on this. And while they're angry and they don't appreciate the way they were treated, they'll hope to use that leverage elsewhere. And so this will be a 14 to, to, to nothing vote. And then um, our state politicians, 
the Attorney General. No, it wasn't Ken Paxton. Um, it was who's the Lieutenant uh, Governor? Is it Dan Patrick? Dan yes. Patrick said he said something to the effect of, uh, "Aaron, we're we're going to hold some we're going to hold some hearings on the second August second about college football." Aaron, you feel good about that? You feel good about Dan Patrick's? Like they're going to wait till after the vote basically is held, and then we're going to have some kind of forum on college football. Hey, let's get together and do a little study on what this means with uh, Texas leaving the Big Twelve. Give me a break. Yeah, that... break. I, I, again, I don't want to get into politics. Um, but, but my goodness, Dan Patrick, he used to be in our world, Aaron, Dan Patrick was in talk radio and uh, it's not the Dan Patrick. Some people think of, it's not the nationally famous sports center, Dan Patrick, who has the Dan Patrick show. I can, every once in a while I can get into Dan Patrick cadence, Dan Patrick kind of talks like this and he, and, and that's how Dan, the Dan Patrick show, uh, when he would be on, he used to have the big show, uh, that he would do on, uh, on ESPN, and now he has the Dan Patrick. This is a different Dan Patrick. This is our lieutenant governor. Sometimes he's been known to embarrass us as a state. And uh, in this instance, this sounds like some grandstanding, some last-minute grandstanding that uh, that he's going to do and, and get everybody together. And, you know, unfortunately, our old, Baylor, uh, our old Baylor alum, Ken Paxton, who's been very helpful to us uh, on this show. I've known Ken for a lot of years. He's come on with us in the past. And Ken might even come on to talk about this, but he's got Aaron a lot on his plate. All right, uh, Paxton's got a lot that he's dealing with, so it doesn't really seem like a time he can get involved and try to uh, halt any of this. So this is all happening, and today they made it official that they will be asking for membership in the uh, in the SEC. And so it has come down to this. Um, I'm also looking at some stuff today that uh, some interesting TV numbers that uh, the rest of the conference looking to see, you know, what the final eight, the they're calling them the left behind eight, which I, I don't, I mean, it kind of sounds funny, but I hate it. I hate it, uh, Aaron, that our team is one of those. Um, that what I said today and what our people, and you want to sound off on it, you can at 254-662-1660. Uh, I said that um, basically the ACC, and I know football is driving all of this, but Aaron, can you imagine if with, with Duke and North Carolina and all those great uh, Virginia, those great ACC, Syracuse uh, basketball schools, if Baylor and Kansas – join the ACC now for now the best bet may still be trying to keep the eight together and and forming some alliance with the Pac-12 does that become the Pac-20 I don't think so I I honestly I think Pac-12 is next they have the worst TV contract of the big five Uh, their their schools make 10 million a year less than the next worst one which uh I believe is the ACC, and their schools make about thirty-five million a year. That's what people don't understand: is the Big Twelve TV contract. They were third behind the Big Ten and the uh, SEC as far as the the amount each school gets. It was thirty-six, thirty-seven million, um, and the Pac-12 is not only has a bad contract where they only get about twenty-five million per school, but they're locked into it for the next decade. The only reason that 
the Big 12 is having these problems and not the Pac-10 yet is because Texas and Oklahoma are bigger names, but also because they're on the West Coast. But now listen to this, Aaron. The If you form some sort of alignment with the Pac-12, or if you form some alignment, let's say the ACC, it would trigger the ability to renegotiate a contract neither one of them were that happy with. The ACC did some kind of crazy long-term. I mean, it's like 20 years or 10 years. I, I forget. It's a long, long deal. It's just once you lock yourself into that. Now, UT locked themselves into the Longhorn Network, and that was going to be whatever, 15, 20 million a year forever. That was some other news I wanted to share that, uh, Aaron, I, I don't know if you saw this. Um, there is some thought now that the ESPN money that they're owed for whatever the next 20 years, which comes out to about $160 million that they're still owed by ESPN, that some of that money could be used to to get out on that grants of rights, the grant of, uh, that we've been hearing about. Texas will owe $80 million. Oklahoma would owe $80 million if they broke the contract and left early. <laughs> Aaron, the, there is some thought out there that the ESPN contract uh, with the Longhorn Network could take care of some of that. Okay, it could accommodate that. Now, again, the Big 12 doesn't really care how the money arrives. It's just whether or not the money arrives. What we still believe is that Texas and OU are hoping that, that everything dissolves with the Big, with the Big 12. And... If the Big 12 were, were, was folded into the Pac-12 and it became kind of a super conference in itself with, what, 18 to 20 schools, I think, you know, I, it, basically the Big 12 might go away as an entity. So then you wouldn't have to pay that huge fee. Now, something I hit on just a little bit yesterday, Aaron, I – and we're going to have a, uh, somebody that covers the uh, the Aggies that's going to help us out a little bit and will help all you Aggies that, uh, that have a lot of questions about it from the Bryan uh, College Station Eagle is going to join us next, Travis Brown. But I, I don't know how exactly you pull this off, but one thing the Big 12 needs to do um, is find an interim – and I'm talking someone from the business world, almost like a Wall Street type, but a big-time CEO leader type. But they, they need to ask for Bob Bowlesby's resignation. All right? And, and some people might, well, that's not fair. Oh, man, we've, we've got to stick with Bob through this. No, you don't. No, you don't. Bob is part of the reason you've ended up here. The lack of being proactive the dog and pony show that was the attempted realignment that happened uh, a few years ago that turned into nothing. That might have been around 2017. Uh, Bob presided. He presided over that. Now, did David Boren, did DeLoss before him at Texas, did they have outsized roles? Well, sure, sure. But that's always been the way with, with, with Texas and Oklahoma. They Because they brought in so much from a brand standpoint, and, and to that point, uh, Aaron, we were talking about TV contracts earlier. The, the, when, you do, when you look at the numbers, and I was looking at something the Athletic wrote, uh, 
that Texas and OU were responsible for about 50% of the TVIs to this conference. All right? As far as the number of television viewers uh, in the Big 12, Texas and OU did bring in about 50%. One of the, the, the biggest sort of, of the leftovers, the biggest numbers they ever did, TCU played Alabama, I believe it was, in a non-conference game, and that brought in a lot. And then Baylor, um, Baylor played. Maybe I, I guess they're counting. I'm trying to think. It was one of the. It was maybe the Baylor Oklahoma game was up there pretty much. But all of the biggest numbers were Texas and OU. So well, we can't argue with the fact that they were the the huge part of this conference now. Bowlesby knew that. Did he do enough to placate them, take care of them? I think what's embarrassing, Aaron, is that after the whole thing started to dissolve, then they started offering, hey, how about a share and a half? How about you get $50 million, everybody else gets $38 million. How about you get $55 million? Aaron, those offers obviously needed to be made well before now if they were going to help anything. And maybe they wouldn't have. But uh, anyway, it's uh, ended up in a mess for the rest of the Big 12. I know our Longhorns are excited. Our our Sooners are excited. I wish they cared more about the rest of us. They don't. They just flat out don't. And now we have good friends that do from those two schools. But for the most part, they're just excited about a new challenge and they don't care about us. And that's okay. That's something we're going to have to deal with. All right, for you Aggies out there, we are now going to go to College Station and find out all the latest with all these meetings that are happening with the Aggies. We do that next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Pat Nunley, our special guest in the studio. It's the good guys can win big. It really is. They are good guys. Now, they are nasty on the floor. <laughs> but they are good guys. They're good people. They, they, in the culture, you have to be a good person. You have to be a good teammate, great teammate. And so that's all cultural. But it's just nice to see really good guys winning really big. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy and muggy tonight. Low temperatures falling to around 76 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow with a 30% chance of scattered showers and a few isolated storms. Highs top out at 96. And on Thursday, mostly sunny. It's going to be a hot but seasonal day with a high of 98. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba-dum, bum, 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 bum. 
Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. All right, developed by the physicians of the world-renowned Cooper Clinic in Dallas, the Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements were developed by Dr. Cooper and his team to address the shortcomings of other vitamin products on the market. I swear by the vitamin D and zinc for immune system support. Also, the uh, COQ10 uh, and omega-3 fish oil for heart health. Amazing. Uh, These are great, great products. Here's how you uh, can take advantage and save some money. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com. All right, that's coopervitaminquiz.com. And take the Cooper Complete Vitamin Needs Assessment. Uh, When you do, you'll not only find the specific supplements your body needs, you'll get 10% off your entire next purchase. 10% off. All right, that's the coopervitaminquiz.com. And then for 10% off Cooper Complete Supplements, uh, supplements in the knowledge you need to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet. Improve the quality and quantity of your life with Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Oklahoma and Texas have formally notified the SEC they are seeking an invitation for membership beginning July 1st, 2025, according to a joint statement from the flagship program of the Big 12. According to the release, OU and Texas sent SEC commissioner their request this morning. Aaron Rodgers has landed and is in camp with the Green Bay Packers after skipping all of the offseason with the team. Japan shuts out the U.S. 2-0 to to take the gold medal in softball. Astros continue their series with the Mariners tonight, 9-10 first pitch. And the Rangers try to break that 12-game losing streak tonight, hosting the Diamondbacks. First pitch at 7.05, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Is uh, Matt Mosley's show, ESP in Central Texas. Aaron, do we have our man? We are good Aaron to go. Is. Oh, good, good. Travis Brown uh, now standing by, and uh, this is the uh, 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 Bryan College Station Eagle covers the Aggies. And uh, Travis, uh, we talked to you a week ago this past Monday, a week from Monday, and, and it was media days. There was a lot of fun stuff happening. But then your world and everybody else's world changed Wednesday. And I, I just take us through that a little bit, Travis. You're at, at, Big Tw- you're at the uh, SEC media days in Hoover, Alabama. Where, what were you doing when that Chronicle story dropped that sort of changed your life and changed 
Aggies lives, uh, uh, basically everybody. What was that scene like there at uh, there in Hoover? All right, Aaron, I'm not hearing. Uh, no, I don't. Um, give me just a second. I mean, he was there just a second ago. All right. We are. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we are uh, attempting to have. Uh, Travis, do you have me? All right. Uh, Aaron, give him another try or, or talk to him and see what you can do there. Um, we. Uh, we are uh, trying to transition here, and uh, Aaron is returning after many years away from the board, and we'll get everything going here um, as we uh, continue to do this. We're trying to get uh, Travis. <laughs> Last time we had Travis on, we accidentally called him uh, like 30 minutes early. This time we can't actually get him on, so uh, we'll just kind of keep working through this. Big news today is that um, Texas – and OU uh, formally sent their letters to um, uh, to the SEC, and uh, and then A and M had a Board of Regents meeting yesterday, and uh, that's what we were going to talk to Travis about. We're trying to get a hold of Travis, and we'll get him uh, potted up and try to try to get him right on the air with us. Aaron, how are we doing on that front? Still working on it. I think we lost his connection. Okay. All right. We're we're gonna. We're gonna get we'll get a hold of Travis and uh, see where he is. He may be in sort of okay. A, we got him now. Oh, good, Travis. I'm sorry. Every time uh, every time we have you on, we either call you 20 minutes early or some something goes crazy. But it's good to uh, good to have you on. I uh, an eventful past uh, what five or six days. Take us back to Hoover, Alabama. Was that just the uh, was that probably one of the wildest scenes you've ever been a part uh, of when the uh, when the story, where were you sitting when that Chronicle story hit? Were you in your hotel room or were you down in the hall? And what was the uh, what was the scene like when it when all hell broke loose there? Well, it, it's pretty funny because, uh, as a lot of people know, the, me and, and Robert Seth, my boss, and Brent Zorneman of the Chronicle travel together, and so we we usually kind of are are, are, are stationed up next to each other, and and as You'll understand, you know, having uh, done a, a bunch of writing in your time, when you, when you start seeing people on your beat or you start not seeing people on your beat, you start to get a little bit suspicious. And we knew A&M was in the building, and sometimes we uh, get some little one-on-ones or, or, or some side deals. We were told that that wasn't going to happen before this time because of COVID stuff. And so I'm looking over, and I don't see my buddy Brent Zorneman anywhere. In fact, he's taking his whole laptop with him. So I start freaking out because I'm thinking, oh, he, he's Nat Jimbo. And so for about an hour and a half, I am trolling every corner of the Winfrey Hotel uh, in Hoover, Alabama, to make sure I'm not getting scooped on getting something from Jimbo with no idea what actually is happening. And the funny thing is I sat back down saying, I can't find Brent anywhere. And all of a sudden his tweet pops up that says Texas and OU are exiting the SEC. And me and Cease kind of look at each other and – let out a big sigh, like, oh, man, okay, good. He didn't get Jimbo. And then about five seconds later, we go, oh, crap, this is, this is huge. <laughs> uh, and, and, and so I'm sprinting down the hall and, uh, you know, uh, find Ross Bjork. He's over in the corner getting a phone call from Catherine Banks, the president, telling him about what's going on. And me and, and Ross Dellinger and uh, Dennis Dodd are over there 
tracking him down. And, and unfortunately for Commissioner Greg Sankey, he happened to be walking right by us when we got done with Ross uh, going to his next thing. And we start, you know, he starts almost sprinting from us saying, you know, no comment and get into the next door as quickly as he can. Um, it was a scene. It, it certainly was a scene uh, there for a little bit. I'll just always remember it at the time that I was uh, trying to track down Brent because I thought he got a one-on-one with Jimbo and making sure <laughs> I got my one-on-one. And in fact, he was getting the, uh, the exclusive of the fall, I think. Yeah. And it's just fascinating to watch it all and, and to see, and, and I mean, every, all the fallout and, and the Aggies, we're not pleased. It's been it's been really interesting, uh, Travis, to watch A and M's attitude change a little bit. I think they felt extremely disrespected. Obviously, this thing was negotiated and done completely behind their backs. Uh, in some sense, maybe this story was about them trying to blow the deal up. It obviously has has come too late. Um, how quickly do you kind of feel like Travis that Bjork's uh, Comments saying we want to be the only school uh, in the you know the only Texas school in the SEC. Do you think they realized how those comments played, and then and then they also saw how the winds were you know blowing, and that's what changed their tune this week because it certainly seems like their their attitude has changed. And while I think they still are very angry about how this thing's gone down, uh, I fully now expect uh, Travis a fourteen nothing vote to approve Texas and OU in the SEC. Do you agree with that? I, I mostly do, yeah. I think it was pretty interesting that on Saturday uh, when President Banks put out her statement that basically said, you know, we're happy in the SEC and we, we, we support and want to compete in the SEC, that that's when Ross Bjork was kind of making the rounds and returning some of, he returned my phone call and a few others and was – uh, as I read, noticed that a lot of the quotes were kind of be exactly the same about they are ready to compete against whoever uh, is 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 in the uh, SEC, whoever that might be. Um, so yes, there was certainly was an about face there. I, I think that uh, I think that Wednesday when that news broke, it did catch them by surprise. I don't necessarily believe from everything that I've heard and talked to that that leak came from an A&M official. I think that they were pretty caught off guard by it, and that was the, the actual true instant reaction. And once they were able to do some investigating and do some digging and realize that this thing is it's, it's happening, like whether they like it or not, it's happening. It, it, they have no leverage. They're, they're already in the SEC. Everybody wants to be in the SEC. What could they possibly do to protest this? Leave the SEC? That's not happening. So uh, might as well just uh, stick with it, take it, and move on because uh, they, you know, it, it, it might not be what they want. It might not be something that makes every Aggie happy. But you know what? A&M is still in the SEC. They still have security, unlike you know your 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 Bears and my Horn Frogs, and they still uh, you know have uh, um, a future. And so, yeah, I think it's a lot of just let, let's go with it. The interesting thing will be what's going on here with this Board of Regents thing because. That's still looming over tomorrow. There was a meeting yesterday. They're having another mm-hmm. meeting in person tomorrow. It does seem like there might be some people who just are, haven't quite vented enough about this yet. But I, I, as from every indication I'm getting from everyone, there shouldn't be any kind of earth-shaking news that comes out of that tomorrow other than maybe a, a statement of some sort from the Board of Regents. You know, I'll tell you, in talking to Travis Brown, um, uh, the Eagle 
uh, from the uh, Bryan College Station Eagle, covers a and um, I, I did hear last night that John Sharp was over at the Capitol, and, you know, I give him a hard time and, and uh, like to take some jabs at him, but I think he was trying still, even as of yesterday, Travis, and do, do what, with this what you will, uh, but I, I kind of think he was still trying to rattle some cages over there like I maybe you know obviously he knows his way around Austin being a longtime politician and so I I I think even as we speak there are things that are happening in Austin but again I I, I'm with you this thing's too far down the road and you're right probably I think your gut's right I think the A&M stuff is let's let our people uh sound off and 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 how do they calm the anger after basically being duped after being so excited, loving the SEC, bringing, I think, a pretty good brand to the SEC, and then the SEC did this behind their back. Was it the right thing to do by the SEC? Maybe. Maybe it was the right thing to do business-wise. It just can't feel good uh, to the Aggies. And by the way, you can follow Travis at Travis underscore L underscore Brown. Travis, I wish you could just make that at Travis Brown, all right? I think we could... I wish we could change well, your handle there. I think the underscores really are really uh, 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 serving as a barrier. As, as you, when I first opened that Twitter account, I probably could have gotten that. But at that time, it was at ESPN Travis Brown because as we did back in that time when we worked together. And, and so when I had to go in and change it, that was all that was available. Okay. All right. I, I just uh, I, I was I've been noticing that, and I wanted the at Travis Brown. I'll I'll talk to my people and see what we can do. Are you getting the sense, Travis, that um, the this is growing on a certain part of the Aggies? You know, sometimes the younger Aggies um, have a different attitude than maybe the old guard, and there are some people that uh, obviously maybe missed playing Texas more than others among Aggie fandom, as, as people have had more of a chance to get their arms around this, do you feel like, do you feel a building excitement, or is it still kind of just, oh, I cannot believe Texas has now followed us into this conference? Where, where are we in all that? I still think it's most of the latter. Um, I, I, when you, the, the, the best litmus test of this before any of this happened, of course, was any time you ask or any kind of uh, – uh, anything got brought up about if A&M and Texas would renew playing the game, whether it be a non-conference game at that point. Um, and it was, it was split. I, I want to say about 50, 50 from what I talked to you. And it didn't really seem to follow any kind of true demographics, whether it would be old army as they say, or, or new army. Um, but the, it, 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 it just seemed like there was groups, some people that wanted to play some, of the old um, guard that said, this was a great game, I want to see more of it. Some of it said, I've been there, seen that, don't want to have anything to do with it. Some of the younger people who had that same idea, and some who say, well, I've never gotten to see this game before, and man, it sure sounded like fun, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see that. And so I, I think it falls down those lines of seeing them play again. But, but here's the deal, you had plenty of people through the years who, who would complain about not wanting to play Texas, not wanting to have anything to do with Texas, and then A&M and Texas baseball have had a standing midweek game since basically, I think, 2012 or 2013. And that would always usually come close to some of Bluebell Park's 
sell out records. I mean, you, you know, this year A and M's baseball team wasn't necessarily at its best, but they did beat Texas when they were uh, top five ranked. And you had Chandler Joe's walk, you know, recording the last out and throwing down an emphatic horns down towards the cameras, and that's been replayed countless times this season. So as much talk as going on. I feel like actions say a lot, and a lot of these people who are really fired up about this happening and really mad will be some of the first that step up and uh, maybe are in that ticket pull line once this game gets put on the books. Well, Travis, I uh, listen, I appreciate it, and uh, you've been all over this story, and it's uh, it's going to unfold, and it'll be fascinating. Just, uh, you know, let's, let's also, I know you've got to focus on the Aggies for your job, but your heart is with TCU. Are you willing to join up with my alma mater, the Baptist, even though we spurned you guys many years ago for the Big 12? Are you willing to work with us? Listen, I, 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 I you know, maybe me at a younger time, not so much, but, but because of, of the love I have for you, Matt, I'll, I'll, I'll do it this time. And how do you feel about California? How do you feel about going west? <laughs> I'm fine. I any anybody that'll take us. Anybody that'll I mean, take us. I mean, half of TCU's population is from Orange County anyway. So it it would probably be a pretty good recruiting tool for the university just to go ahead and camp out there for half the fall. Oh man, I like it. I like it. You remember those great <laughs> memories when y'all were out in Pasadena? Those are some of the greatest frog the, memories ever. The LP ever. effect. The LP yeah. effect. Yes, exactly. I think I think we can put this together. Travis, I appreciate it. Uh, tell your parents I said hi. Always love seeing them. Great, great folks. Great members of the Lake Highlands community. And uh, I will uh, I will talk to you soon, sir. Yes, sir. There he goes. Travis Brown uh, joining us, the uh, Bryan College Station Eagle. And uh, he's, been, he's, he's been digging in there. And um, we, uh, we've got a lot planned for you. Um, Waiting in the wings is uh, Kevin Lonquist from Rivals, and I kind of want to get from Kevin what this is all meaning to, like, recruiting and what's all going on with that. Um, there's just a lot, lot to address on so many fronts in all this, but uh, the Aggies still a little sore. I mean, and I get it. They, they had their own for a few years, since like 2013, I think is when it started. For seven, eight years now, they got to do their own thing. They were in nobody's shadow, except the rest of the SEC, but they kind of had their own thing going in Texas. And they loved it. And, and they didn't always win, but they've done okay. And, and they really, really enjoyed themselves. And then Texas, it's just like a, like a bad rash. The Longhorns come calling, and they're back. They're involved again. And uh, I think down the road, it'll be fun for the Aggies. It'll be fun for the Longhorns. They'll all enjoy it. But as only the Longhorns can, they've left the rest of us in a huge lurch. And, Aaron, I'll tell you what. If if, uh, the late, great Governor Ann and the late, great Bob Bullock were still around and still in power, they would look out for us. And they would say, you're not leaving without the Bears. You're not leaving without Texas Tech. I mean, that's what they would say. And unfortunately, the, those, the, just, the state's not run like that anymore. Somebody told me last night, they said the, 
they can't get a quorum. State lawmakers, the uh, the Democrats are in Washington, so they can't they can't get enough of a quorum to do anything. And our governor is a Tex ex, so <laughs> yeah, but I, I he don't... is getting he's getting hammered. I will say that. Now, I don't I don't get the sense this governor, and I'm not going to get into politics. I this current governor. Like, I, I would say Rick Perry had a little bit better understanding of college athletics. Okay, I'm not saying Rick. We remember when he was running for president, and Rick had some issues up there at one speech. But I, Rick understood the power of college athletics better than this current governor. So uh, I just don't, I don't get the sense, uh, Aaron, that this current governor is, like, really in tune with exactly what's going on. Now, I'm saying people are catching him up. Don't get me wrong. People are telling him, but you sort of need a governor that if, if, if he had a problem with this, he would have put his foot down about five or six days ago, and he hasn't. And now it's too late, probably, to really do anything. And to get our state to agree on anything right now or our country is pretty much impossible. All right, um, although the Aggies, he could find help from the Aggies. But uh, I, I don't know. You're right. He's a Texas ex. Um, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton doing a big-time job alongside, and uh, we continue on. We're going to talk. This next angle is what is this going to do uh, to Baylor recruiting? Uh, all this chaos, and are any recruits leaving us? We answer that next. Recently on Game Time. Is it important to get a guy named early so you can kind of define your, your offensive football team around your starting quarterback? I think okay, there I'm is some merit to that. You want to get the right person. And so whatever it takes to do that. So if it could be earlier, you know, in the fall camp piece, um, that'd be great. Game Time, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central yeah, Texas. I had the guy on the phone. I think he had disconnected on his room before. I had, you know, I mean, I didn't do anything wrong on that one. Uh, but the monster you know, trucks so are coming. For the first time, monster trucks are coming to Riesel, Texas. Highlight Will Entertainment presents the Monster Truck Family Reunion Tour at the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds, Friday, July 30th, and Saturday, July 31st. Gates open at five. Yes. Free pit party from 5:30 till 6:30. The show starts at seven. Come see the best trucks in the country. Power wheels for three to seven years old. Tough trucks, side-by-side racing. Take a ride on a real monster truck. Bleacher seating is limited, so bring your lawn chairs. Concessions available, but BYOB with a $10 cooler charge. No glass bottles. Tickets are $10 for 3 to 12-year-olds. 13 and up are $20. You can buy tickets online at HighlightReel.com or at the gate. Monster Truck Family Reunion Tour, July 30th and 31st at Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds. Special thanks to RDO Equipment, Slowboy Trucking, and United Rentals. Get your tickets today at HYLI. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. 
That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Oklahoma and Texas have formally notified the SEC they are seeking an invitation for membership beginning July 1st, 2025, according to a joint statement from the flagship program of the Big 12. According to the release, OU and Texas sent SEC commissioner their request this morning. Aaron Rodgers has landed and is in camp with the Green Bay Packers after skipping all of the offseason with the team. Japan shuts out the U.S. 2 to nothing to take the gold medal in softball. Astros continue their series with the Mariners tonight, 9-10 first pitch. And the Rangers try to break that 12-game losing streak tonight, hosting the Diamondbacks. First pitch at 7.05, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. is uh, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas, Aaron Sexton alongside, and uh, Aaron, it's been a, been a really nice, uh, there's nobody that, uh, it's tough to replace Stephen Simcox, but boy, Aaron has great uh, background, and he's, uh, he's joined us, and now we're also joined by Kevin Longquist, the uh, longtime buddy of mine, we've been in the newspaper business for years, we're still in the media, we just keep clinging to the media. As crazy as it is, we can't. We just can't quite get enough. And uh, hey, Kevin, say hello to Aaron, okay? My new producer. Uh, give him a hearty hello, would you? Welcome back, welcome, Aaron. Good to uh, finally meet you. I think I actually uh, talked to you off air a few moments ago. I, we did. Thank you. I appreciate it, Kevin. There it is. There it is. Glad you guys could meet. Let's get. Um, let's get right to it, Kevin. Um, what do you think of my theory? And, and maybe this can't happen because, you know, things are moving too quickly. But I would say the leader of the Big 12 right now looks as powerless and weak as, as ever. It may not be fair, uh, but he is the guy that about a week and a half ago, uh, Bob Bowlesby, who was saying he didn't lose any sleep at night over realignment. And then, he you know, he got, uh, he got blindsided by this. And now the conference is in peril. It does not look good. Uh, Kevin, is it? Is it possible to ask for his resignation if you had somebody ready to roll as an interim that could be? I, I just don't. He does not feel like the the guy that's going to to be able to move this thing forward. Well, I would be the one that would be championing that movement, Matt. Uh, I've been saying this about Bob Bowlesby for pretty much since he got started here in 2012 because I don't think he's done anything to advance the brand of the league more or less keep unity. And, you know, I kind of I, I had a tweet about this about a week ago, Matt, where he kind of reminds me of Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, who's extremely weak, can't unify people, and can't find a way to get things done in a thought-provoking, one-step-ahead kind of way of doing things. Now, having said that with the Big 12, could he even try to poach more teams maybe from the Pac-12? Because he wasn't going to go east. I don't... If there was any, you know, they had that expansion expansion 
nonsense in 2016 that was nothing but procedural than anything else. But I think the biggest problem that Bob has is that he can't, he doesn't have a alpha type of personality, and that's what every conference needs. And to be honest with you, the only commissioner that of the ones in the current P5 uh, conferences that has that alpha personality, in my view, is Greg Sankey. And this is why Greg's got, he's arguably the most powerful man in college athletics right now. And I think as far as asking for Bowlesby's resignation is concerned, I think that would be a determination of the remaining eight. But then again, who would you replace him with? And if you want a candidate for me, is uh, I would go with Mike Oresco of the AAC, American Athletic Conference, that features Houston, Central Florida, uh, Tulsa, you know, those types of schools, uh, Cincinnati, of course, Memphis, SMU, those guys, where Mike's been pretty aggressive in terms of expanding his league's brand, trying to, you know, get that P6 monitor or moniker, I should say, and pushing that. And maybe, you know, and that could be like a, the event, an eventual merger of the AAC and remaining members of the Big 12, if that's where this, how this thing plays out over the coming months, if. Speaking to uh, Kevin Lonquist from Rivals and um, uh, at uh, Sikkim Sports um, is, uh, I mean, it, it really, it, what's the Rivals one? What's the Rivals handle, Kevin? There's uh, uh, at mine, yeah, mine is at Baylor Rivals, and then uh, the, spot, the site is at Sikkim Sports. Yeah, at Sikkim Sports, that's the one I'm always checking, and I like your personal stuff, too, that you ever, sometimes you'll put on some of your personal opinions. Now, uh, and I'm asking for one right now. You had a story on the Rivals site about uh, that, that seem, seemingly the 2022 Baylor class was, uh, for the time being, holding strong. All this talk of chaos and unrest and what's going to happen and will there even be a Big 12 hadn't impacted the current commits. Um, do you think that's going to hold up or do you – do you sense that all this unrest is going to have a, a, a major impact on, on recruiting? Well, I guess the, the best way to answer this would be once Baylor's position is finally known, then I think you'll have a better, then I think the recruits will have a better sense as to what they want to do. Now, I would say I probably talked to, I don't know, probably 16 of the 19 and a couple of the 2023s. And they were all on board. There's maybe one or two that are kind of like going, well, if this doesn't hurt, you know, if this doesn't happen from a P5 standpoint, maybe I need to see what's out there. Because look, the Baylor coaches, through no fault of their own, up until everything went down in July, you know, uh, June, is they're selling P5, they're selling plain Texas and Oklahoma, great opportunities, things like that. Nothing wrong with that. And then all of a sudden you get blindsided by this a week ago today. And your story has completely changed to where you've got to just make sure that the number one thing that you have going with your recruits is that you have a strong relationship with them. I can tell you flat out that Zach Pyron, the uh, quarterback commit from Pinson Valley, is very, still very strong and faithful to his commitment to Baylor. So if anyone's wondering about him, uh, I don't have any worries about him at all, regardless of how, where Baylor's situation shakes out. But, you know, it, I always go back and forth, Matt, on the timing of these types of stories because – Everything's so fresh, and nobody really knows what a landing spot's going to be. But I kind of thought today would have been today to put it out there was going to be the right time to do it once Texas and Oklahoma had officially notified the Big 12 that they were pulling out or leaving their right or not renewing their rights. Yeah, I 
it, it, the whole thing and uh, talking to Kevin Lonquist um, uh, from Rivals dot com. Uh, it, it's uh, it's fascinating to look at all these different uh, parameters. You you said something interesting. You you think there's only one alpha? I don't think we know a lot about this Pac-12. Uh, he may be an alpha. We just don't really know much about him. He came from MGM. Uh, Kevin, you're a baseball guy. He was also at one point involved with that BAM Tech, which is uh, part like a baseball analytics uh, that yeah. uh, that MLB bought for whatever, like six hundred billion dollars. So. He does seem to be a think outside the box. And if we've learned anything in all this, the conventional wisdom like, oh, we're going to do this like they've, like they've done realignment in the past, doesn't seem to work. Like maybe it works for the SEC, but I would say for the Baylors and the TCUs and the Texas Techs of the world right now, they, they need desperately, Kevin, for somebody that would think outside the box. And I, that's why, as strange as it seems – for Baylor or anybody else to be somehow aligned with the Pac-12, you've got to at least think about it. And, and I, think, well, I think these conferences like the Big Ten and the Pac-12, I mean, I think right now they're all like, what in the world is happening? And I think, I think they're, to a certain extent, living in fear, the ACC included, of the SEC. And I think there will be pressure to respond in some way. Uh, I would agree with that, Matt. I think the question is going to be is, how do you strategically add? What do you try to do to unify yourselves against the SEC if you think they are the 900-pound gorilla in the room, if you will? Uh, I think that's going to be the one thing that all these other leagues are going to have to evaluate and see what works for them and how they, how they can do this. Now, I've mentioned this from an outside-the-box standpoint, is if the Big 12 leadership really believes that they can keep this together at eight, or at least from the from the standpoint of starting with their eight, because this, the Big 12 will not survive with these eight in their current form. It just won't. But if you think you can weaken the Pac-12 by, convinc- by making the argument to, like, the Arizona schools, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado, you're, obviously you're going west. Your, markets, your TV markets have drastically changed from that standpoint, but you are getting state schools. And then after, if you were to make those four, then how do you work the other four? Because you've got to get to 16. I mean, the SEC has just basically told you, everybody better get on board the 16-team conference, whether you like it or not, because that's where we're going here. And the other thing, and, they better move, and the Big 12 better move soon, because I have every reason to think, through nothing of just through, through common sense, that, that Texas and OU will be out of here after 20, uh, 21-22. Yes. After next season. After this yeah, after, football yeah, season. Th- yeah, I, mean, I, I think, what, yeah. I mean, because, Matt, here's the thing. Because you look at what A&M and Missouri did when they left in, tw- in 2011 or announced that they were leaving. They were in the SEC in 2012. And, there's re- and you know, these exit fees and the, neg- and the rights from the, the grant of rights revenues and that sort of thing and with the long, hard network, those will get resolved over time. But I think if you're the Big 12 and Texas and Oklahoma and the SEC, you've got to find a way to get this divorce finalize as quickly as possible to get them out of here because the longer this lingers the worse it's going to be for the remaining eight uh schools yeah but in some ways they're they're dying for this to implode so they don't have to pay that 80 million or whatever but you've seen that story now apparently some of that money could come from what the espn owes them there's always money if you're texas uh university of texas there's always millions uh, that you can somehow get your hands on. Kevin, I, uh, I appreciate it. Let's stay in touch on all this, and uh, 
Uh, we will uh, we'll we'll monitor this. Boy, you've got allegiances with the Big Ten, SMU. You fought, you cover Baylor. You're all over the map here. So uh, let's uh, let's stay plugged into all those places. All right, Kevin, I appreciate you. Sounds good, Matt. May we live in interesting times. I would say so. And uh, Kevin Lonk was an interesting guy who uh, I've been. Uh, uh, friends with for many, many years, dating back to our Arlington Morning News days. Aaron, do do like Tom Barfield does sometimes. Give the time. Give the time of the day right now, all right, and, and reset us. It is 3.54. Okay. You know why I ask you to do that? Because my phone went out halfway through that interview, <laughs> and I had no clue. I was kind of like, wondering. Okay. I was like, you know, that's pretty easy to do these days, but I'll I'll help out. <laughs> <laughs> I had no clue. I thought, oh my gosh, we may be at it may be four o'clock by now. But uh what worked out? It worked out fine and we said goodbye at the appropriate time to Kevin Longquist. I like how when Tom says three fifty four or fifty four after the hour, three fifty four, he'll kind of say it like that. Uh it is uh Mosley and uh Sexton. And uh, we have uh, taken you up until time for this four to six run. And uh, game time. Aaron, what do you have uh, coming up on the program today on game time? Oh, we've got a bunch of stuff. Uh, realignment talk, Rangers talk. We're going to talk to Cowboys training camp, among other things. All right. That's a lot. That sounds like a lot to cover. Uh, Tom Barfield is standing by. It is game time. It'll take you from 4 to 6. I'm Matt Mosley for Aaron Sexton. Everybody have a great evening. Good night. <laughs> Recently on the John Moore Show. We welcome in now Will London from Waco High from Baylor University and a U.S. Olympian, John Morris, along with Jerry Hill. And, Jerry, we're in the uh, presence of greatness here with an Olympian in Will London. Yeah, and first, uh, apparently first Olympian ever from Waco. I know you've talked about that a little bit, but how big a deal is that for you being the first from your hometown to ever make it to the Olympics? Uh, I didn't even know I was the first one until, like, people said it. But I guess it's just from, you know, being around at Baylor for so long, and I've seen Jeremy, Michael Johnson, those people. So I guess when they've been around so long, you kind of forget that they're not exactly from Waco. (laughs) But uh, it's exciting to know that I'm the first Olympian from Waco. You know, it was a great feeling, and I'm glad I get to uh, experience it, and the people around me can too. Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. The monster trucks are coming. 
the first time monster trucks are coming to Riesel, Texas. Highlight Will Entertainment presents the Monster Truck Family Reunion Tour at the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds. Friday, July 30th and Saturday, July 31st. Gates open at 5. Free pit party from 5.30 till 6.30. The show starts at 7. Come see the best trucks in the country. Power wheels for 3 to 7 years old. Tough trucks. Side-by-side -side racing. Take a ride on a real monster truck. Bleacher seating is limited, so bring your lawn chairs. Concessions available, but BYOB with a $10 cooler charge. No glass bottles. Tickets are $10 for 3 to 12-year-olds. 13 and up are $20. You can buy tickets online at highlightreel.com or at the gate. Monster Truck Family Reunion Tour, July 30th and 31st at Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds. Special thanks to RDO Equipment, Soul Boy Trucking, and United Rentals. Get your tickets today at H-Y-L-I-T-E-R-E-A-L.com. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries, celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas. Our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues, whether it's your foot, ankle, or your hand or wrist, knee or shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors at Baylor Trust, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield and Ward White. All right, welcome into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Aaron, off with a uh, flying start here. It's uh, four o'clock on a uh, on a what is this 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 Wednesday or Tuesday? This will be Tuesday. <laughs> it's been a crazy week already. Uh, we've got a lot to get to today. We have uh, we're going to talk with uh, Jeff Tarpley from Gigum Two Four Seven Sports. I'm kind of curious, Ward. We've talked about uh, a lot of different angles when it comes to the SEC, the Big Twelve, the Big Ten, the uh, the Pac Twelve. Uh, but what are the Aggies thinking right now? What I mean, what is what is their uh, what is going on with with Texas A and M? I know that their uh, their Board of Regents met yesterday. I believe it was by. 